0: thanks again for joining us. We're on episode 96 of VIP Boxing's Bell to Bell podcast. Uh, For those of you watching on YouTube, thank you. Those of you on Spotify listening, thank you. And the biggest thank you of all to everyone who um, is downloading and watching on iTunes. I've got a a thing sent to me tonight from Lee Hogan, who helps put this together. And um, we're number 11 in the iTunes charts today. So for, for the Apple sports charts whatever that means. So we're doing something good. And uh, a lot of that might have been down to our guest Ron Lewis last week. He was good value. Um, You know me, Steve, you know, John Evans. And tonight, one of British boxing's very best, a man who went so close uh, to capturing the WBO world middleweight title against Janabek Alan Kanuli just over three weeks ago. It's Battersea's very own Denzel Bentley. Denzel, thank you very much for interrupting the World Cup. to Come on. <laughs>
1: Uh Thank you for allowing me to interrupt it.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, now it's very good of you. You must be excited for um the big one on Friday, Ghana versus Uruguay and revenge for Luis Suarez. Yeah.
1: As we've been saying, this one's personal. I can't wait to see that game.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've been watching it at the World Cup, Mr Evans, or you've been too busy working? Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I love it, me, I love it. It's been a bit flat, hasn't it, though? I'm still waiting for a
2: team to take it by the scruff of the neck and become a team to beat. So I'm hoping yeah. this round the games, it picks up a little bit and we see some see something, because it's all been a little bit
0: simmering so far. Yeah, mate, I've barely missed a game. I've set my little office up in the front room and I've virtually watched every game. And we're recording this on Monday and uh, I think it's Uruguay-Portugal. I'm miss, missing half an hour of it. It's one of the first games I will have missed any action of. I've been... Yeah. Very selfishly hogging the TV, but so we're going to kick on, Denzel. So people will, will wonder why we haven't talked about your fight against Janibek. But, um Johnny, that's going to be the very first round. John, are you ready? Yeah, I've got. I have a Lloyd, little Lloyd Unegan is. Little Lloyd little... Unegan, the bulldog's there. There he is. Yeah, a... Lloyd.
2: <laughs> He's named after Lloyd <laughs> Oh, yeah, to <laughs> So
0: piss off. Yeah. Um... <laughs> You ready? ready, ready? You are? Yeah, let's go. Round one, Denzel, your performance in Vegas. So if you start, then John and myself can have a chat.
1: Yeah, um, as we're saying, you know, looking back on it, that's a settled. Um, I think it was a good performance. Of course, the scorecards didn't reflect the fight. I think I pushed him, but I could have pushed him more. And I, and I honestly, I believe first. But I honestly believe if I had a rematch with this guy, I could beat him. I think I could beat him. I think I could have beat him. I you know, three weeks ago, and you know, maybe uh, tightening up on a few of the, the, the tactics, maybe starting a bit earlier. But uh, I think getting the decision in Vegas would have been tricky, judging by them scorecards. But I reckon I have the ability to beat him.
0: You know what? I'll be totally honest. I can be. I thought it was a massive ask for you before the fight. I said that on here. But you know what? Well, I, what I think when you know, I thought in the second half of that fight, everything was perfect. I thought you were perfect that second half of the fight. But you know what, you're getting, you, does it get, what well, I was wondering, does it get, do you get, a, Where people are saying they're proud of you and how well are you done, being the winner that you are, do you like that praise or do you get a little bit, oh, I don't want to hear this, I never won, I never got a decision, I never come home the world champion?
1: Um, It's, it's a bit of both. I don't really like it. I, I'd rather have come back and ever said I'm proud of you because you won. But I guess it, it keeps me in a good position. Do you know what I mean? I I, I didn't, you know, I lost the fight, but, I won morally in some sort of way, so it's like, you know what, maybe it weren't, it weren't so bad. So it's, it's it's allowed me to not be too upset with myself. That's the only thing it has, but I I wasn't here to have a pat on the back and say, oh, you came close. I don't really like that, but it's allowed me to not be as upset as I would have been if I wasn't hearing it.
2: Hey, Denzel, we, we were talking about the fight the week before, and we were trying to figure out how you'd go about it. Yeah, oh, is a great point, this, And go and gamble and try and get a shootout. But when the fight was put to you and you sat down with Martin and and Ray, and that—did you think I'm good enough here? I can, I can out, I can beat this guy, and I can box him. Did, did getting in a shootout ever enter your mind, or were you always confident doing it the long way?
1: Um, no, I, no, no, I never thought of getting getting the shootout. I knew he was technically good, and when someone's a boxer, it makes it kind of easier to kind of like figure out what they're doing. Even though he's very good, he's very smart, and he's very slick. But I, as a shootout I didn't enter my mind. That was worst case scenario because I knew if I couldn't box, him, then I'd just get in there and. Start fighting with them, and you know, d- the two halves of the fight show that, but yeah. um, yeah, no, nah, a shoot. I didn't end my mind, no,
0: Denzel. What's going to be next for you? Are you going to look at defending the British middleweight title, or you or do you want fights on that world stage? Because you know, there's going to be a clamor for fights like yourself and Hamza Sherez, those sort of things. Are you going to be looking at the world stage? Or are you looking at defending your British title next?
1: I, I'm, or, I'm, I'm definitely looking at the world stage, but yeah. I'm I'm still holding my British title because opportunities, you know, what I'm saying. Like you don't wanna close any doors, you know what I'm saying? So I have right now. I have so many options. I should say. So I, I have so many options right now. I'm in a good place. I, I can defend my British title. I can push on to what honors. If I vacated my my belt, I wouldn't be able to. De- I wouldn't have the option to defend my British title. And obviously, it's only one more defense to keep it out, right? But it's, all these options will be laid out on the table for me. And then obviously, the best one is what me and my team will pick. So I'm in a good
2: position. Um, what what was it like afterwards, stencil? Did you know? Did you impress people? Did you you make some good contacts? Were they keen to see you again over
1: there? Yeah, one hundred percent. As soon as I left the venue, I was hanging around for a bit, and people were like, "Oh man, Bentley, what a fight!" Da-da-da-da, taking pictures, asking pictures. Oh, would love to see you back. And a lot of them came over and said, "Listen, man, that should have been a draw or a split decision." Them judges, I don't know what they, what they was what they were talking about. That should have been a draw or a split decision. And then, I'm like, I don't know. This is what it is. What I'm saying I, I gotta watch it and see. But thank you. And I've watched it and I can see what they're saying, but it is what it is, isn't it?
2: And was, was there a point you were in there with him, you started coming back, was there a point you looked in his eyes and you had that moment too Yes, there was. Where you, where you I, knew I, that he respected you and, and he was worried.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, my, round eight was my best round. Yeah. And then I hit him with a shot and I, I looked at him and I thought, yeah, you know I'm here. You know I'm here. Yeah. And I was trying to up the pace, but he looked tired. He looked a bit he wasn't there, but he's going backwards and I thought I'm on this guy. But if I'm being honest as well, without making excuses, my, my hands were getting sore, so I couldn't put anything through hard. So but I just thought just keep throwing, keep touching him. He's feeling these shots anyway. But I couldn't really lay into him and be like, ah, like how I was like without being disrespectful, laying into um Marcus Morrison, because obviously that was yeah,
0: it's different. But
1: yeah, but no, it was it was a good fight. I enjoyed it. I saw little smirks in his face. I'm thinking he respects me in it. I I I know he did.
0: Yeah. Just one final question before we go on to the next round. When the final bell went and you went back to the corner to Ray, and did you did did, did anyone say we think you've done enough or we're not going to get this? What was the general feeling the moment no, you went no, back no, to your corner, no. or was you or was you just were they just praising you on what was an excellent performance?
1: Yeah, they just just like well done, well done, excellent performance. And initially I was a bit pissed off because the the, the scorecards didn't show yeah. the, the the fight. If it was like a fifteen thirteen and I'd be like, you know what? We came close, but 1810 and yeah. uh 1612, but eighteen ten was that like, it did just didn't show Perfect, the fight, but yeah. right. that
0: was yeah. Yeah. You are in that's, Las that's Vegas someone... with top rank run the show as well. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Someone, that's someone filling in the card before um they've even yeah. watched the fight, isn't it? That yeah, thing?
1: they filled it in and they went to the went to the casino.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant. Well yeah. I'll tell you what. I think we've overrun there, John. We're not bothering with a clock here on that round. because We had to hear plenty from you, Denzel, there. And I'm going to ask you a couple of things. But round two, um, someone who's... Um, John's going to start us off. Here. Someone who's as- aspiring to where you are and get to world level. Um, Dennis McCain. Is Dennis the menace for real, John?
2: Yeah, i tell you what. He looked the real deal to me uh, uh, at weekend when he, he beat um, Ham <laughs> from Scotland. Never in a single moment's trouble, was he? He just had it all his own way. And he went a little bit flat, Dennis, didn't he? He burst onto the scene, he was taking people apart, and he went a little bit flat. And I think Frank might have had a little bit of a word with the camp you know, to try and bring that excitement back and let Dennis off a leash. Um, And the last three or four times, he seems to have got that perfect balance, doesn't he, where he's boxing, but when he sees a chance, he's taking people out. Um, Him and Liam Davis is a a great fight, a great, great fight, and it'll happen next uh, next year. But, yeah, what did you both think of a little Dennis the Menace?
0: I you know what I thought it was his best performance for a long time um Ham Junior a good very tough scottish opponent maybe Joe I remember when Joe went professional and you know should be a warning to a lot of young pros who you have great amateur careers um he was a very good amateur and he was the, the big hope of, of scottish boxing and it didn't quite he's had a good professional career but not what what they hoped and he just wasn't in there on Saturday night and I think it was his toughness that that kept him in there and I think Joe, you know, Joe Joe knows that, and he's even announced his retirement because since ever since Dennis um, did that, he knocked out Brett Fido with that body shot, must have been two or three, well, about two years ago, I think he struggled to find his way, and it's slowly come back. And I know for a fact, I think Frank was unhappy about how performances, Frank Warren was unhappy about performances, how they were going from where they were. He felt they plateaued off, and I think you may be right, John, that he he had a word maybe with them all.
1: Yeah, no, I I, I think I think I think Dennis is the real deal. Um, his last two fights, he stopped two opponents that never been stopped before. You know, um, top guys as well that that fought top opposition, of people fought for big titles and stuff. And Dennis came and he, he dismantled Johan. He he picked his shots. He was he was comfortable in there. He, he didn't look in trouble at any point. And got him out of there. But I, I think Dennis has a long way to go. Only twenty one. Yeah, he's 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 got he's he's going all the way.
0: Yeah, we got to remember well, that he's only twenty-one. I said that's a good point because he's because he's been on TV for so long. From the like, you know, you've 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 graduated to becoming a TV fighter. I remember meeting you for the first time, Denzel, when you yeah. stepped in at two hours notice at that hotel. <laughs> was it Serge yeah. Bomo, Was it? It was one Sir of Jambomo, the yeah. Cameroonian guys. I remember that was the first time I met you. Um, hey, I tell you what,
2: Serge still dangerous. Yeah, he but... is. He beat a prospect the other day, didn't he? Yeah, well, he yeah,
0: he's, he's had a couple wins lately. One on points, one knockout. And he nearly
2: chinned um, Jake Goodwin, VIP yeah. prospect, I, didn't was there, yeah, I
0: was there, yeah, I was there. We were both there, John, weren't we, that night? Yeah. Yeah, he's still a lively, but you, you're what I am saying, whereas Den, Denzel, you slowly become a TV fighter. Dennis has been there since the day one, and we still forget yeah. he's 21 because he's been on TV for three years.
2: Plus, he looks about 30, doesn't he? He's got one of them
0: old 21-year-old faces, Dennis. <laughs> you tell him that. <laughs> oh, there you go. Round three. Um, I just really want to want to speak to um Denzel about you know you need hands. Zach Parker's hand injury and the the subsequent criticism. Um, I don't. You know what? When you've never been in the ring, I I think of it and I looked at it Saturday night and I thought, oh god, you know you should, you wouldn't stop fighting or anything like that in the fight of that magnitude. And then you sit back, you 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 know you take it all in over yesterday. You read the absolute the sticky got, which you know was was up on on, on Twitter and stuff, and you wonder. You see the X ray, and it's a clean break. You know, you what you wonder. You know what what it what it's like for a fighter in there when it's when it was injured. What what, what do you think of that, Denzel? You know, with him being retired by the corner or a fight being stopped at the start of that round.
1: Um, I think it's 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 all you know, it's give it or take. It's like. Not... Did he make the right decision? Yeah, probably. But does it does it look good? No, it doesn't. Yeah. Um. Of well, course, it showed his, his hand was, a, his, was it was it was it was a clean break. I, I even said that. I don't doubt his hands broken. But at the end of the day, you're a fighter, and and sometimes as a fighter, you think does this dude do more damage to me in my in the long run than yeah. right now? If he'd have he just broke it that round, it's like and, and you can't force anyone to do anything that they can't or you know can't they're not able to do. But if he'd have given it another round. And it was clear that that hand was was out of the game. You couldn't throw it. He couldn't couldn't punch it. And everyone had seen it. And the corner said, "Look, this, we're not having this. We're, you're, you're, we're, we're taking you out of the fight." It's different. It's like, look, that was control- that was totally out of control. But in the manner the manner in which it was stopped, or which which you know the fight was was ended in, no one knew what was going on. And then after that, you come around and you're showing everyone your hand. But it's like, all right, what does that mean? I've, everyone's seen fighters fight with broken hands. People fight with shoulders are popped out. Um we be. saw him fight with one arm against Daryl Williams. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, you've done it before, it can be done. But in that manner, it was just all strange. It was like a anti-climax. Kind of, everyone was looking forward to that fight. The tide started changing. John was getting on top of you a little bit. Your hand broke. Fair enough. But then it was like, was you looking for a way out? Was you was you really incapable? But yeah.
2: That's that's, that's what I Const- think. That's what yeah. jumped out to me about it. It should have been handled different. The corner yeah. should have yeah. The corner should have looked into a future a little bit and taken it out of his hands, pardon the joke there. But yeah, if Zach could <laughs> come out of fifth, clearly you can't throw that. You know, it's a clean break, isn't it? He's either got to get through the fight with one hand or it would have been really obvious and his corner could have saved him for another day, saved his reputation. But yeah, it, it was just instant, wasn't it? Right, done. And I wonder if yeah. that Williams fight played on his mind. He remembered how hard that was. Yeah, maybe a lot
1: of people thought he
0: lost but that. I thought interview he said I'm not doing that again. I thought one four. Did he say yeah. that? Yeah, you know, you know what? So i, I when I saw it at first, I thought well, even Sunday morning, I was really questioning it. Oh, what's he done? You know, pulling out there and all that. And as I thought about it more, you know, and I saw the stuff coming on Twitter, the abuse, I thought, I've never boxed like that. I've never boxed. You know, that guy don't deserve what's coming at him now. And I sort yeah. solely slowly starting to see it in another light and I, and I spoke to you, John, and you said similar, very similar to what Denzel said um, when we spoke just on message yesterday, didn't you? About
2: yeah, it could have been handled different. They could have, they could have saved his reputation if not the fight. Yeah,
1: because to me it looked like he he said he didn't want to box
2: no more, but I couldn't see it from the yeah from where I was properly. So I, that's what it looked like, not, like. No, I'm You I'm know what a corner's like. You, it's done in a whisper in the ear, isn't it?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's... so yeah, it was just a bit strange. And then like you have got to think about it when you when you're boxing next. Are people going to want to come out and see you? They might just feel like, now nah, you're going to waste our time again. I don't know. I don't know. He might be all right. But at the same time, there was a lot on the line. There was a lot on the line to yeah. just let go like that. And that's my thing. There was a yep. world championship or a fight of Canelo. That, that's the two of the top things right now in that weight class. So do you really... Everyone's chasing a fight of Canelo. You're going to be mandatory or you get the world title vacates. But hey. Whatever happens, it,
0: whatever happens, it already looks a long road back for Zach, doesn't it? Um, yeah, exactly
1: that. Exactly that.
0: Long road back, you know. Okay, round four. It's um, one of your topics, Denzel. Drugs in boxing.
1: Yeah. I threw that one out there. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. Drugs in boxing, I think... I think it's very... Uh, more common than a lot of people think. Yeah. And I don't think enough being done about it. And I think when people do get caught, it's always... Let's give them the benefit of the doubt or slap on the wrist or let's wait to see what happens. Whereas... It's, it's a case of d- drugs and bo- like finding drugs in your system. It's, it's as simple as if you've never had it before, it will never be there. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, it's like, I, I can't explain it, but if you've never taken something, it will never be there. You won't find it there because it's never been there. So, how do you then go about saying, Oh, let's wait to hear the story? But then it's like someone's giving it to you, or you're no taking it. But either, either way, you or someone around you needs to be responsible for this. No one should get away scot free for this. And yeah. and that's my opinion on it.
0: You know what? I thought about this a lot. I and mean, we you know we saw the light that we had at Connor Ben and more recently he hasn't received the publicity is um Zelani who badly knocked out jason cunningham that was a horrible knockout now they're all saying oh well, there must be some mistake there's always a mistake when you're caught and the more i've thought about this the last week and uh, the last uh, the last week and the last hour since i know you're going to talk about this i just think we've got to have that zero tolerance line there's no excuse exactly. if you're Thank positive you. you get two years 18 months first time you just get 18 months there's no inquiry boxing universally comes together and do you know what You'd enough get some clean fighters then because it's a deterrent. Yep. It's almost like when you see a load of police somewhere target an area when they're walking around, you know, where there might be a load of shoplifters, say. They but their presence is a deterrent. Yeah. And that would be yeah. the greatest deterrent they would, even if it's something you buy over a counter accidentally. Yeah. You yeah. know, you, because you can go on UCAD, you can contact them, and every every drug is there you can and can't take. Kerry Kazu you know, who looks after a lot of fighters, well, he's not as busy as he was, because, you know, he's semi-retired now. He always said, there's a list, that's what you can't take. And a 25-year-old man, 26-year-old man, whatever age, you're old enough to have responsibilities of what you put in your body. That's what I think. Just an instant ban for 18 months.
2: Hey, I tell you what, nobody ever tests positive for a performance-restricting drug, did they? <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, it,
2: they know. If it was all... If it was all um... You know, bad luck and you know, it's got into my system by mistake. It's a, it's you know, it's what a coincidence it, every single time these people get caught, it's for an en- enhancing drug. Enhancing, yeah, saying that, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, and I, I think accident or not, what you said, Steve, 18 months, boom, negligence. You should you should know better. You should know. Accident or not. And on top of that, anyone that has a nutritionist, they will advise you to get the <laughs> supplements that say informed sport in it. And even then, even though it says informs sport on it, they would ask you to take a sample out and pull it away, seal it, pull it away and seal it. So if anything comes up, you've got all the all the samples of everything you've been taking, and you hand it over and say, "Here you go. This is what I've been taking. If there's something that comes from this, this is what it is." And I have never seen a fighter come up with that and say, "Look, this is what it is. It was contaminated in, in the lab back there. This is informed support, but This is what I've been taking. Here's a sample of it. If you find any traces, it's from this." I've never seen that happen in my life. It's always. Oh, I don't know. It must have been just my food or something a drank. Come on, man. Someone needs to. Someone needs to be responsible. Either the person that's looking after you, doing all your foods or your nutrition, or you yourself. Someone's got to take responsibility, and that's just my opinion.
2: I, I think a lot of a lot of these people, like nutritionists and um, strength and conditioning coaches, a lot of it the fighter is their advertisement, isn't it? They want to see him look good on the yeah. scales. They want to see him fit. They don't give a shit about the boxing side of it. And whether we yeah. know what's legal, whether we don't know what's legal, whether we just don't care, they're just trying to achieve a weight and a target and something that looks good on photographs, aren't they? Yeah, hundred percent. That comes into it. Like you guys are there, you guys are there. Advertisements. There's so much to it, but at the end of the day, like you said, Denzel, the person who's signing the contract to fight, it's up to it's up to them, isn't it? That's where the book yeah. stops.
0: Brilliant and good to hear you on that, Denzel. Uh, something you obviously feel strongly about and rightly so. Um, round five. Um, uh, uh, this is one that John's picked, 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 and I knew he was gonna pick this very soon. It's a f- he won't have a better night out than what he's gonna have at Manchester <laughs> Arena in January next year. I know John's sort of fights. Chris Eubank Jr. against Liam Smith,
2: yeah, it's my kind, my kind of fight. This one, I can't wait for it already. Um, you couldn't get two more opposite people, could you? You couldn't get two more opposite styles. I think it's a crossroads fight. I think the losers really struggling for somewhere to go. Um, Eubank at middleweight again, you know, coming down. Will it hurt him getting down there? Has Liam Smith got, can he cope with the speed? He's that high-held guard, just a, a recipe for disaster against Eubank. I, I can't wait for it. It's got absolutely everything. I, I think the styles are going to clash. It's going to be a great fight. And for someone who's knocking on that door now, Denzel, not a million miles away, you're in that mix. What do you think of it?
1: Um, I think I want the winner. <laughs> but um, it's a good fight. Like you said, it's just who's style, who's better, better at doing what they do? You know, Liam Smith comes with that that high guard and that pressure, and he's just going to let shots go. And Eubank, more recently, has been on the back foot with his arms a bit high, but not not guarded, just, just in front of him. You know, things he's jumping. But he's still got that speed. He's still got that speed. That's one thing he has, but he's just not as relentless as he used to be. So it'll, it'll be good. I think Eubank being the naturally bigger guy, he should win, but Liam Smith's pressure and he's Liam still in there. He's not he's not an Asian fighter, he's not he's not done, he's he's still pretty much, you know, a, a dangerous opponent.
0: You know what? You, you know John and who one of my favorite fighters are I've been around him a lot. Liam Smith, I am biased here. I, I've got to put my hand up. I, I love Liam and I'm really, you know, I've got I I like Chris as well, but I go back a long way with, with Liam and you know, I, I, I don't think he's been a brilliant pro. And, what is going to be interesting to see is how the fight builds up. I mean, we're recording this on Monday. They've got their press conference tomorrow night. One thing, Liam will not be riled by anything that's said to him. It's a sort of fight like, you know, when he fought Anthony Fowler. In his head, that was almost a fight. I cannot lose to you. There was real yeah. antagonism then. And, and Liam will feed off that and make that in his mind that he cannot lose this fight to a man like this. That's just Liam. He, his temperament's good. I was with him for I went when he fought Canelo. I was with him. I went over with him in July for the press conference. I had a, just over a week with him out there. And when he when he was fighting Canelo, he wasn't unsettled. His temperament was right. And I still got a feeling he can win this fight. It's educated, If he can use a pressure and make Eubank fight three minutes around, I'm telling you, we could have that. I don't even call it a monumental upset, a mini upset. No.
2: Yeah, I, I, well, I don't even know if I'd call it a mini-upset. I think it's, Eubank, he's got the name, but I always think he's sort of flattered to deceive. You know, I, d- I don't think he's ever hit the heights, as he's never done what people thought he should have done. Um, Liam Smith was a good world champion, beaten people like Vargas. Gave Canelo a good fight, fought really well out there. He did, I don't he think did. it'd be an upset if, if Liam Smith beat Eubank. Maybe the weight might come into it, the size, but style for style and... Achievement for achievement. I, I wouldn't call it a an upset if Smith's. Yeah, I think me personally, I, I wouldn't call it an upset neither. But but I know what you mean. I
1: think Eubank's favourite and he's expected to win. That's the yeah. name and I have around him. But Lynn Smith's that good, I don't think. I don't think anyone would be shocked if he'd won, just more upset that the money fight you know in the uk is kind of gone <laughs> i
0: say what well, yeah, if eubank wins that's the money fight for you isn't it I, yeah you're, exactly. you're <laughs> gonna be rooting for you but you've made that clear haven't you i'd say you fight you Bank. you'll have you won't have a you'll have the biggest house in battersea village not just a three <laughs> bedroom will you what's
2: that have you ever
1: sparred either of them no we've asked to spar both of them Eubank can his team to just didn't get back to us. Liam Smith asked us for sparring just for his last fight against um, is he the South African guy or the Zimbabwean?
0: Yeah, yeah, fight,
1: yeah. Yeah, he asked me to sparring for them, but then um, he said the guys are switcher, and I was like, oh, so am I. But they didn't get back to us, so really man.
0: Yeah, great fight and a uh, great start to um 2023 boxing in, in Britain in January. Cannot wait for that fight. Well. Round six, a big, big fight this weekend. Uh, Fury vs. versus Chisora, and you know what? I find it, I'm finding it hard to really get up for it. Maybe by the end of the week, when the hype machine's going, it's like the trilogy that nobody wants. I'm trying to think of, you know, you think of bad trilogies in boxing. You had Hollowfield, Ruiz at those three fights. Um, I remember back in the 90s, there was a mad super light middleweight. Was it known a trilogy? Where Louis Santana um, fought um, Terry Norris, Santana was was very ordinary. He won the first two fights on disqualification, and when Norris held his hands up in the third fight, I was at that one, knocked him absolutely spark out. You know, I love um, I, I, I love Terry Norris. Yeah, I love no, you can't not love Norris, mate. You can't not Terry, love him.
2: Terry Norris. Terry Norris, I know we're going off topic for ten seconds. Terry Norris, he's pure violence, isn't he?
0: Yeah. And- <laughs> He was. And you know what? One of the the saddest things I ever saw, and I'm trying to think, it was right at the end of his career. Did he lose to Dana Rosenblatt? Yeah, yeah, that Jewish Jewish, guy. I'm not sure if it was Dana Rosenblatt. It was in a casino in Connecticut the night before Louisville, Zelko Mavrovic. And I went to see it. And it it was really sad seeing Terry shuffle to the ring and shuffle out of it because of the wars are taking their toll. But anyway, you know, um, Fury Chazura. Find it hard to get up for the first fight, Chisora turned up in dreadful shape, didn't win a round, and the second fight was one of Fury's easiest nights at the office. Good luck to Dell getting a payday, but it's not one I'm excited for. What do you think, Denzel? Are you gonna be at Tottenham, jumping up and down for either of them?
1: Uh, no, I'm on birthday that weekend, so happy I mean... birthday to you, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, you're right, it's, it's even mad to think this is a trilogy, if I'm being honest with you, um, but. I think it's one of those fights where, to be honest though, Chizora has gotten better with age, So he might put up a bit more of a fight, but we all know it's a, it's a fight. Fury wins easily and it's not as exciting. You're right, it's hard to get up for, especially, you know, when he just come off them, them fights with, with Wilder. We all wanted to see him in AJ. Then we all wanted to see him in Usyk. And then we get Chizora. It's like, yeah. oh my, we didn't get none of those three fights. So it's, it's hard yeah. to get up. We just want him to get through this and get to Usyk and get for the Undisputed Fight for a fight
2: that we all can really get up for.
0: Oh, do do you I, see, I, you can't... Go on, sorry, John. I, I don't think
2: Del Boy... He... I think a lot of people don't know how to take Del Boy, do they? You know, when he turns up at the Wayne's and he's got his games and he's acting up and he <laughs> yeah. intimidates a lot of oh. people, doesn't he? Fury yeah. doesn't give a fuck about yeah. Chisora. Yeah. And I think that gets in Chisora's mind and it just puts him in his shell and he, he doesn't know right. what to do. He doesn't no, know what to do. do. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. He doesn't know how to act around Fury. I, yeah. I remember hearing a story once, Chisora was eyeing Fury up at ringside uh, yeah, yeah, it was Fury and Chisora. And Fury took his shirt off there and then, you know, in traveller style and said, come on then, Del, now. And Del, like, backed away and he was shaken at that point. Yeah. But I just wonder if that might force him to do something completely different this weekend. Yeah. and go got a kitchen sink for three rounds. You know
0: what? Chisora is the most unpredictable person I've ever met in boxing. And yeah. it just shows, you know, the, the, the varying in his mind. I'll give you an example. When... He fought Klitschko in Munich, one of the maddest weeks ever I've ever been around. You had him slap him at the WAN, and oh, it was crazy. Anyway, on the Wednesday before the fight, um, I was there as the roving reporter for Box Nation. Um, Derek had to go and do an interview with John Rawling for his big pre fight interview. It might have been the Tuesday before the fight um, in Munich. So we get in this, um, this, you know. Van, we're all being taken to the interview where it's being set up in this hotel where John's staying. There's Chisora's team, myself, and another cameraman who's working with me. So Chisora's not; Del wasn't in the happiest mood on this Wednesday morning. So I'm saying something. He said, "You're not being negative. You're being positive. I don't want negativity around me." It was nothing I said. He just, you know, dug me out. I said, "Okay, I'm sorry." And it was all right. He was, you know, not a lot was said. He was in a mood. He did this interview with John. And he was fine during that. And he had to do it. And on the way back, we're passing this sort of mountain area and it's snowing. And Dale says, Stop the van. And he suddenly goes from being quite morose and miserable to these big smiles. He sees his school kids sledging. Uh... The next thing, he's four days for the fight. He's walking up this fucking hill and he starts sledging for an hour with his kids. And then he's a different guy. <laughs> And that's yeah, the he's... unpredictability. And that's, you might be right, you know, he, he, I think he might go in there, might throw the kitchen sink for three rounds, not make any dent in fury, and then get stopped in five or six rounds. Well, I tell you what, he might need his sledge
2: on Saturday, might he?
0: <laughs>
2: Outdoors at Tottenham Stadium.
0: It's going to be cold there. Let's hope it's not wet for the punters <laughs> who have paid a lot of money for tickets. But it's just not a fight I can get up for it with. But you know what? If, if it's a fight we moan about now, and this time next week they say, you know, Usyk's going to sidestep his man the tree and just fight Tyson Fury in February. We'll all be happy, won't we? Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah it, and you know what? It keeps Fury in the ring, doesn't it? It stops him getting out of shape and getting himself in trouble. It keeps him fit and, and keeps people talking. So, yeah, it is what it is, but it's not... I, I can't see being thrill a minute.
0: Yeah, I'm going for Fury in yeah. about six rounds. What's your prediction, Denzel? Yeah,
1: I think Fury... Probably, yeah, probably about the same as you. I think the first half of the fight because she's just starts getting lazy and leaning on the ropes and you are you just going to lean on him and hit him on the top of the head and he's
0: gone <laughs> Right, fellas thanks very much for this week i'm see john you're busy there with lloyd uh, oh, the the world of weight champion the world world weight champion <laughs> dog and named after a great fighter Denzel, thanks as always for joining us and um i'll let you get back to the rest of the first half of Portugal, Uruguay. And thank everyone who's watching, listening. uh, And again, thanks for um, getting us the number 11 on the Apple charts. Thanks very much indeed, everybody. Cheers, fellas. For all boxing, info, news and latest interviews, amateur
2: and pro, across the north, click and subscribe. VIP, boxing promotions. Also... Twitter, Instagram and Facebook.